Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. So why watch that movie talk? Aha! 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 Okay, we have a movie talk for you. We've got two sneak peeks. Now, I saw both of these movies at TIFF. Thank you, TIFF. (laughs) The critics saw the one we're talking about now. And the reason why I'm like, aha, is because you know how during award season, you get the popular kids, right? The popular movies and they're all over Hollywood Reporter and doing junkets and doing round tables and all of this stuff. But I can argue that this show particularly we're going to talk about, and then the next one I, I adore, but this one is one of my top three favorite movies of 2019. Hmm. What? Certainly top two at festivals. Hmm. That I've but one of my top three favorite movies. This I am saying to you all the writing and acting and everything involved I think you should rush to see it but you're probably wondering is she talking about Just Mercy? Is she talking about you know Bombshell? Is she talking about no 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 I'm talking about The Two Popes What? Yes Netflix is releasing it December 20th but there will be a limited run because you know it has to qualify on the 27th of November. Now, when I, you already heard my review, my reaction, I told the critic, this is it. This is the one. Well, thank you, critic, because he told me, why don't you go see that? I'm like, I don't want to see two popes. (laughs) So I went into the theater. I was like, I don't to see this and I'm so glad he told me that and then I told him (laughs) so we gonna tell (laughs) y'all the two cops is (laughs) directed by Fernando Mireles it is written by Anthony McCartan it cast (laughs) is Jonathan Price playing Pope Francis Pope Francis. Yeah, yeah. The one. The one. Pope Francis. And Sir... No, actually Sir Jonathan Price and Mm. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Those two. You've got another young Francis in the the Latin world and he's well known but I, I don't know if a lot of US citizens or even you listeners may know but Juan Minushin but critic is going to correct me on that because he speaks Spanish. Yes, Minujin. Minujin and others. 
But I could just stop with Anthony and Johnny. Here's Johnny and Tony. I think you already reviewed it. I just, I can't help it. I really, this was a sleeper hit. So you already know my recommendation, but go ahead, critic. Yeah, and really it's a quick one. The question is, do I agree with the ref on top three, top two or whatever? Yes, you do. (laughs) So here's what this is about. It's about the two popes. Now, how does this begin? It begins at the uh, conclave. (laughs) I love conclave when they show that in the movie. Okay, and this is when the Cardinals, the College of Cardinals, is going to elect the new pope. Yeah. yeah. Which one? Well, this is leading up to Pope Benedict. Now, before he's Pope Benedict, he's a cardinal along with the future Pope Francis, who is Jorge Mario Bergoglio. So Anthony Hopkins plays Pope Benedict, as the ref said, and Jonathan Price plays Bergoglio. They meet in the bathroom. (laughs) And that's all I'll say about it. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And then there's this whole election go on, and they show it play out. And we don't see this. Yes. Yeah, we don't see this in the real world. So we see how this presumably goes. And the the question. And the politics, because the question is, who gets how many votes? Who's in the running? Now, there are some cardinals who want the future Pope Francis to be the Pope now, Mm. at this time. But, you know, Bergoglio's like, eh. (laughs) I'm really a humble guy. I want to be, you know, in Latin America and do my thing there. You know, leave me out of it. Is he serious? Mm. Now, we also see, by the way, what Bergoglio does and has done in his native country in Latin America. So you get that whole storyline and backstory thing. But the the main arc of this movie is the meeting between Pope Benedict and Bergoglio, not Pope Francis. So Pope Benedict calls Bergoglio from Latin America to the Vatican. Come meet me. That's what Bergoglio wants to know. Exactly. Are they friends? No. (laughs) Benedict, Pope Benedict doesn't presumably care what Bergoglio thinks because Bergoglio has certain progressive ideas about what the church should be doing. Uh Uh-oh. Benedict is very much the traditionalist. So what happens when they meet? What is this conversation about? Well, if you know history, you kind of can understand what they're talking about, but not the details, and I will not give them away. So the question is, what transpires between the two of them? What do they hash out and how? And then how does that lead up to Pope Francis? What does that whole journey look like? We get some unearthing of things from their past, in particular, Pope Francis's past. That's really the focus here. And we do get a confrontation, I'll put it that way, but about what? Mm. You can imagine if you know what happened when it comes to Pope Benedict the 16th. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is though, this isn't some drama. There's comedy as well. So you get both. You get humorous moments, you get dramatic moments, you get heartbreaking moments. That's what's happening here. And I'm just going to roll into my review. (laughs) 
This is definitely one of the best movies of the year. <laughs> and the one challenge ref for these kind of movies is, is it gonna sound like a play? Right, that's the concern. Cause you got two guys talking, not all of it. You get the flashbacks and everything else, but that's really the core. How's that gonna play out? Is it gonna be like, okay, I'm watching a, a film of a play, which is boring. Depends on who's talking. Depends on who's talking. It depends on who's directing. Yeah. Fernando Mores. City of God, remember everybody. That's where he burst onto the scene here in Hollywood. And the camera work, the cinematography by Cesar Chalone, like the way they piece it together is just really well done. It keeps you engaged. But like the ref was saying, Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan Price are acting. They're marvels. It, you will not see better performances on film. No. I, not better. Uh, yeah, okay, there you go, okay. You won't see better performances. You can't do what this calls for any better. The dance that they have between each yeah. other. You mentioned this when you talked about it at TIFF, Ref, with Jonathan Price. The different languages, like the different, like all of this stuff is there and you really are engaged in what they're talking about. And this is of consequence. There's a schism in the church. But beyond that, it does have a universal feel. You don't have to be a Catholic for this to work. You don't have to be religious. You don't have to be spiritual, what people like to say. You don't need to be none of that. This is just a good, an excellent movie. My only knock is the second major flashback I thought was too long. That's all I could say negative. Because I was like, okay, we're away from Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins a little too long here, but so what? That actor was brilliant, though. I mean, he was very good, so it's... Yeah, it's not the acting. It's just, it's an editing thing. I would have edited it a little more crisply. That's just me. But I didn't care. I wasn't in it like, oh, goodness, it didn't move on. I was just like, mm, I could have shaved that a bit. So what? <laughs> now, do you need to see this in the theater? No. Can you? Yes! <laughs> if you want to spend your money on it, you won't waste it. Can you wait to see it on Netflix? Will it work? Yes! This is what we're talking about. Knock these people out. Knock them out. <laughs> what do you think, Ref? <laughs> oh well, <laughs> when you listen to that again, critic, you will know why I'm laughing. I have to concur. Um, if you really want to know my thoughts, as it were, it was probably not quite as um, uh, vocally uh, varied as the critic just did, but it certainly had the passion. So that's on YouTube. You can check that out, me in the flesh. But I will say this. I am so happy that this was captured. Mm. <laughs> For me to watch any time I want to, on Netflix. Yeah. I really am. And why is because it isn't a movie that I'm going to stop what I'm doing. You know, like, you know, the classics. You go like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm going to stop what I'm doing and watch it. But I will say I'll be rewarded every time hmm. that I do watch it. 
every single time. Because echoing what you said, you got two actors, not just in their prime, not in the prime like, you know, oh, they're hot and they know what they're doing. We're talking about past the prime, not the prime of like good and that's their best. We're talking about they've been at this level for a long time. Now, some people are like, oh, they're peaking and that's great. And people kind of circle and focus on that. Well, let's talk about what it takes to sustain that kind of acting, mm. that kind of responding, that kind of dialogue, that kind of, of reactions and get two of them and put them on screen. Yeah. Your head's blue when De Niro and Pacino and Scorsese all got together and Harvey and Ray Romano but this, this is is just the two of them for many, many scenes. And so I just, I have to say, I didn't want to leave them. It, the movie ended and I didn't want to leave these two people. And one person you think that you're not going to like, you end up really liking. And then the person you think that is, you know, you will like, you see there's depth to his story. There are things that he did and didn't do yeah. um, that sort of round out these two characters. And then by the time you get to the end, you are absolutely engrossed in this new unconventional relationship yeah. that was so beautifully played by the two sirs. So hats off to that. I do have a knock and I said it earlier. I thought the cinematography in some respects, especially when they were in the woods, got in the way a little bit and I was taken out, but then that's my only knock. And then everything else got right back on trap and so track. And so these grand sweeping views of Italy, I mean, drone shots everywhere. I don't know, like I said in my review earlier, that looked like the Vatican. Yeah. I, I mean, the stone looked like stone. So if, the, if that is a sound stage, which I'm assuming it is because they were in, let in places, I, I don't know. I just can't imagine the Vatican letting them in certain places. It was beautifully done. So hats off to them. Go, run, now, do. Hmm. The Two Popes, hands down, top three movies of 2019. If it doesn't get a nomination, I will personally riot. Scandal if that happens. And just look, can you forgive me? Oh, I, I, you'll know when you see the yeah. movie what that means. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a way to address what you have to address in this movie. Yeah. yeah. That's and a you, way to And you know what they're addressing eventually mm -hmm. because one of the popes, if you read it in the news, it had a, an assistant that, you know. Yes. Had to... You know. The major issue with the Catholic Church. Yes, yes. Okay. It, it is addressed. So yeah. there you go with that, right? Yeah. So if you're like, oh, I don't know, they, and the way they handle it, I, okay. Now, talking about handling things, <laughs> <laughs> there's a movie that will be open on November 27th everywhere. Uh, and this is Knives Out. Oh. The commercials are playing. We see it. We see the cast. I'll start with them Daniel Craig doing a dialect. Chris Evans, oh, Ana de Armas, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, Lakeith Stanfield, Catherine Langford, Jaden Martell, Christopher Plummer, and so on and so forth. Directed, written by Ryan Johnson. Wow. 
Now, you are a big Clue fan. You told us this when you talked about Knives Out after Tiff, but remind us, Ref, what's going on here. What's the whole point of seeing this in a movie theater? Oh, whoa, you just gonna bring it out like that. What's the point? (laughs) Okay, so here's the deal. Like you said, Brian Johnson directed this, and this is the guy that we know from Star Wars. So why is he directing a whodunit? Well, he wrote it too. So that is indicating to me that there's some passion here. Hmm. He loves Agatha Christie. So that's what you're getting. You're getting a modern day Agatha Christie. Now here's the plot loosely because there are a lot of twists and turns in this. I am not going to spoil it, not going to give it away, but I will say I figured out who did it Hmm. way earlier in the movie. So I was patting myself on the back. Now you have Harlan Thrombey. He is a famous crime novelist, like huge novelist who has millions and millions of copies of his book sold, uh, you know, bestsellers. It is his 80th birthday. And he has gathered his family together, his three children um, who are married. Well, most of them are married and have children, except for one. extended family his housekeeper slash nurse aide is also there celebrating um but what what do i mean by celebrating because this isn't your average family this is a very dysfunctional family Mm. um you have one daughter played by jamie lee curtis his only daughter who is very attentive to her father you have another son played by you ready Michael Shannon who is who runs the publishing company uh and 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 does those things and then you have another son who or uh sorry you have another sibling who is married to uh Don no wait I'm sorry no, he, you have another sibling who's sort of like in the mix and then there is a nephew, played by Chris Evans, who is the black sheep of the family. His name is Ransom. He's a jerk. And he storms into this party, gets in an altercation with everybody there, of course, and especially his grandfather, and storms out. Hmm. Later that evening, there's a murder. Of course. Is it a murder? Somebody dies. Yes, Harlan dies. Mm. Now, it is mysterious. We don't know exactly what happened, but we do know something did. So, therefore, we have a detective by Lakeith Stanfield, Lieutenant Elliot, comes in. Yes, he does. With, um, shall we say, a real-life character from Harlan's world? Yes, uh, B- Private Eye Blanc, played by Daniel Craig, comes in with the detective and says, hold on, I was called here by an anonymous source because what you think happened was a suicide. Yeah, right. Mm. Was actually a murder and nobody's leaving. Okay, when you got Don Johnson and Tony Collette 
and Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Shannon and all these different characters having to stay in one room or in town and they all got issues? The question then becomes, will there be another murder? (laughs) (laughs) With all that chaos. And secondly, who and who was the missing person? Hmm. Who seems to continually be in the mix because we have this strange housekeeper slash nurse aide who is always around. Why? What did she do? What Hmm. didn't she do? Hmm. Did she do? Those are all the questions swirling around her. And then to make matters worse, it's time to read the will. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. Now those kids are like, you know, daddy's got a lot of money. Who does Harlan leave all his money to? All of it, including the house. Mm. And so that puts the family in a huff when you find out who that person is. And so by the end of it, just to wrap the plot up, you get a lot of... um, red herrings shall we say everybody definitely has a motive everybody because harlan had dirt on everybody i mean dirt Hmm. and by the end of it you get the reveal of who the murderer is but the question is did daniel craig's character solve it or did the murderer accidentally stumble into his own demise or her own demise Mm. dun 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 okay there that is now listen as i said my review you can go to youtube channel get the whole thing i had been anticipating knives out for so long because y'all know i love me some clue and anytime you get a whodunit with these actors i just had to see it and ryan definitely delivers on this it is yes more on the agatha christie side than we would say like a sherlock holmes so there is a lot of there are some clues that are kind of thrown in but you won't know you're looking at those clues until you get to the end but i do say pay attention because the actors who ryan hired are the appropriate actors for this i mean you get high 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 comedy you get Jamie Lee Curtis saying, oh, you going to ask me how I'm doing after my father killed himself? I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got John Johnson sneaking around doing his thing, and you'll know what that means. You've got Tony Collette, who is the social media savvy woman who's sort of milking. Because, oh, that's what it is. The other sibling is dead. And so she is the widowed who has a daughter and she's been milking it dry. Mm. And how dry is she willing to milk? (laughs) That's the question there. And then you've got this unsettled son, Michael Shannon, and his son, Chris Evans. What's going on there? You will find that out very quickly. (sighs) Daniel Craig, you and your southern accent ah bassoon is foul play i mean he is just drawing it out such a pleasure to watch all the actors come to play this is a movie i say run to the theater to see with other people why because you have all of these actors you've got all of the mystery 
it does sort of lose itself in the middle. I will have to say it. Um, Ryan has gone on record to say this, and I did experience it in the theater that the beginning part is really a whodunit, like what's going on. You're getting evidence, you're getting flashbacks, you're getting, you thought you saw, but you really didn't see. And then in the middle, it turns into a thriller because he throws you off. You you think you know who the murderer is and then he throws you off. And then the question is, was that person still the murderer or is there another issue going on here? But by the time you get to the end, it kind of is who you suspect it is. Hmm. I don't think you're going to be wrong about this, but I certainly did enjoy the ride. Wow. So... In limited release on November 27th, you have The Two Popes, but remember, it will be available on Netflix December 20th. Uh, Everywhere on November 27th in theaters is Knives Out. And in both films, things are unearthed, but they ain't the same. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.